Blog Talk Radio. Good morning to everybody. My name is Rick. I am the host of Caller Prep Board. And uh, Caller Prep Board is the, and I, in my opinion, the number one destination for small business owners who want to increase uh, sales production and sales performance. And uh, the reason why I started Caller Prep Board well, actually, the funny reason why I started uh, Caller Prep Board was this Hispanic guy here in Sacramento, and that's where I'm located, right between San Francisco and Lake Tahoe and Reno, Nevada, right in smack in the middle. I started Caller Prep Board because this Hispanic guy that I know would always call into this radio show, and he would say, here's what's on the Caller Prep Board. And he would talk about whatever he wanted to talk about. So I said to myself, I can't duplicate that, you know, on on a caller prep board, his topics. But I can create a call show on Blog Talk Radio to help small business owners, um, you know, talk about their sales challenges. And when I say sales challenges, just like I mentioned on the previous shows, I am talking about front-end sales challenges, not the back-end issues where person has already agreed to be a, um, your client and then things pop up uh, where the person may back out. And I, ta- and I gave some great examples on the previous show talking about closing, uh, but I, start- I started Caller Prep Board again to help small business owners so let me list the small business owners that we support and before I do that I'm also the CEO of 321bizdev LLC at 321bizdev.com and uh, 321bizdev LLC has been in business officially since 2014 and unofficially since like 2011 since 2012 So the small business owners that we support are attorneys, CPAs, corporate dental franchising, uh, independent dentists, uh, home health providers, medical groups, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers, restaurants, boutique shops, tattoo artists, hairstylists, estheticians, uh, HVAC companies, and uh, home builders, and and plumbers. And if I didn't mention your business, we probably could help you too, but I just wanted to mention the top businesses that we support. And what do we support? We support, again, the front-end sales activities. And let me mention what those are. The five front-end sales activities are contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. And the fifth one is zero-cost referrals. So I paused a little bit before I mentioned zero-cost referrals because that is part of a sales system too. And that is the topic of today's uh, blog talk radio show on Caller Prep Board. And today is Sunday. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. Now, I don't expect people to call in on Sunday morning when it's 5 o'clock on the West Coast and 8 o'clock on the East Coast, but surprise me. 
So if you have a sales-related question that you want to ask about a front-end sales activity, please give me a call at 515-605-9732, and I will give you a 60-second reply based on your sales uh, challenge question. So again, the zero-cost referrals, what is that all about? Well, I got a story to tell you, actually many stories to tell you. So let's let's go back from let's go to day one when we started talking about the first um, of the five front end sales activities. Okay, so there's contacting. The second activity is prospecting. The third activity is setting the appointment. The fourth activity is closing. Now I used to stop at closing up until about two years ago. Then I recall, I said to myself, what happens when a person closes a transaction? Well, there are two things or two outcomes when a small business owner or salesperson closes a transaction. Uh, the, The first outcome is the person who just finished their their transaction, the, the new client, they're either I mean they are they are happy about how things turned out in terms of how they were treated and the, the sales experience. Or the second outcome is they still finished the, the transaction but they're not happy about it. Okay, so those are the two uh, outcomes when a transaction is closed. And you may not believe this, or you may not understand where I'm coming from, but the majority of transactions that close, are they just closed and the client is not that happy about it, but it closed. So the client has moved on to, the, to their next you know, adventure in life with a closed transaction. And that could be a, a closed court case. Um, taxes filed or some books looked at by the CPA. It f- could be a complex dental treatment uh, completed. It could be the tummy tuck completed for the insurance agent. It could be the insurance policy was issued for the real estate broker. The house sold or the house was purchased. For the hairstylist, the person got what they wanted in terms of their hair design and maybe they were not totally happy with the hair design but they got something close to it same thing for HVAC person Uh, the the HVAC system was installed the tattoo artist completed the tattoo it didn't look exactly like the person wanted when they first saw the original um, with the drawing before the tattoo was um, was done and again, it's a, it's a lot of things. A plumber finished his job, and um, you know maybe it was like three days overdue, and there were some issues. So those are the outcomes where the consumer re- received what they purchased, but they were not like overly excited about it. Okay, and when a consumer is not overly excited about it. They really don't tell their friends, family, and colleagues about your business. 
they don't say, oh, I had a satisfactory uh, experience with the attorney or with the plastic surgeon or with the hairstylist. And I'm going to tell all my friends, family, and colleagues about my satisfactory experience that I had. No, they don't do that. What they do is they leave the transaction and they keep their mouths shut. That's exactly what they do. So if you have a sales-related question that I can answer uh, in 60 seconds, uh, please give me a call at 515-605-9732. So the second outcome is a new client uh, who has had a great sales experience. Okay, so that great sales experience, that person is willing to tell the world about the experience they had with your um, dental clinic or your home building, um, you know, project. If you finish building a home, a custom home for a person, and they had a great sales experience with that, uh, with that new home that was just built. They're willing to tell all their family, friends, and colleagues that that Wilson Builders, who built a home in, in Tennessee, just finished his home, and the, the whole experience was great. So people may ask, what is a sales experience? I mean, how can you, how can you define a sales experience? Well, I'm glad you asked. A sales experience is something that I would say 99% of business owners really don't understand. Now, some business owners end, end up providing a great sales experience just out of luck and just out of you know the, all the stars aligned uh, for that transaction where everything went perfect and there was no um, hiccups. And when I say great sales experience, I don't mean that that there were no problems in the transaction. See, you can always have a, a problem in a transaction and the, and the person could sometimes have a great sales experience. So a great sales experience does not equate to having no problems, you know, moving that product or service uh, from, a cons from you to the consumer. A great sales experience is more than just having a trouble-free transaction. A great sales experience equates to using a great sales system. So here, here goes Rick again talking about that sales system. Well, I must tell you the sales system is uh, responsible for giving you know, new clients great sales experiences. And I know people are saying, oh, here comes one of these shows that's talking about some type of design or some type of gimmick or some type of scheme or using these techniques. And I would tell you the majority of people that I talk to when I'm beginning this conversation, their eyes roll in the back of their head. And in the back of their mind, they're saying, come on, Rick, just tell me how to make that money. Just tell me how to get paid. That's what I want. I want to know, and this is what a lot of salespeople, small business owner, owners initially tell me, Rick, I just want to know what do I need to say? How do I need to say it? 
I want to be able to sit down with someone and and get that money. I want to I want to do the thing that that people have always said. They've used these letters A B C. Always be closing. And that A B C thing, that thing goes back. That saying and that technique and that style goes back to like the 1950s and the 1960s. And the reason why ABC always be closing is no longer effective now is because consumers are more uh, discriminatory about their purchases. Uh, they are more discerning. They are more picky about how they spend their money, and especially since the 2008-2009 mortgage crisis. And for those who remember that, and I think most people do, if you're at least uh, maybe 30, 35 years old, maybe 40 years old, you remember that mortgage crisis. And especially if you are in California or Seattle or Arizona or Florida, you know what that was about. And that was about a lot of uh, trickery. Primarily, you know, the story goes like this: the government sort of told the banks. To create these 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 these、uh, these weird loans, where just about everyone could buy a house without having the money to qualify for a house, so that sent the real estate and the mortgage industry into a freefall, where homes like in California, Seattle, uh, Phoenix, uh, Tampa, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Orlando, those homes just skyrocketed. In price,、uh, based on you know supply and demand、uh, laws, economic laws, and those laws say that the more people that can that can buy a house, whether they can afford it or not, it sends the price up. When demand is high, the price also goes up, and、uh, so that caused a lot of consumers who unknowingly were buying homes, and some could afford them. A lot of people could not afford them, and that just sent the real estate industry into this、uh, tailspin. And it's responsible for how the real estate industry is today, because the government had to lower the interest rates so low to keep the home,、um, the real estate—not the real estate industry, but the 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 home buying industry—afloat. So now you're seeing two percent, two point five percent rates. And that can only go for so long. I mean, it's, that's really unrealistic.、Um, so just look out for that. But back to the sales experience. That's what happened. That when consumers felt like they were they were、um, mistreated, that they were lied to about buying a house, and that they could they were buying a house and they could keep the house, and that they could afford the payments. Many consumers said, "Wait a minute, hold up." From now on, you know, especially right after the the, the the real estate crisis sort of came to a partial end, they said, "From now on, I am not going to just buy something because it's pitched to me. I want to、um, do my my research. I want to、uh, investigate what's going on. And here's the big one, listeners: I want that salesperson to work for the money." See, 
that's the big difference between now and before the real estate and mortgage crisis. Uh, consumers and anyone that's interested in purchasing something of significant value where the, uh, the price of the item or the commission paid to the salesperson is at least $1,000. That consumer is saying, I am not going to just buy something because the salesperson was slick. And you know, I'm not going to buy something because the salesperson sees a way to make $1,000 or $5,000 or $15,000 or $25,000. I'm not going to – consumers are saying, I am not going to do that. I want the salesperson, the small business owner to work for their money. I want a great sales experience from people where I'm spending my money. And that's why when you see people, they're, they're a lot more hesitant in purchasing stuff because they're saying, am I getting a great sales experience out of this or am I just getting some type of dog and pony show? And that's the reason why small business owners and salespersons need to use a sales system. Before I continue with the zero-cost referrals and how to set that up, I want to talk about how uh, salespeople, when they figure out um, somewhere in the closing process and between that closing process and the zero-cost referral process or thinking about getting referrals, a lot of salespeople, they like to use these things called how to handle objection, objections or objection handling techniques. And I just want to tell people… That is also an outdated way of working your business, especially if you're selling big-ticket, high-priced items. And what objection handling techniques are or how to handle objections in the, in the sales situation, what that's about, that's when the salesperson thinks he or she has done a great job in presenting the product. And uh, they've spent some time you know, talking about the product. In fact, they've spent most of the time talking about the product and they have given or, – or the product or service – and they have given the consumer or the prospect, potential client, very little time to get their two cents in, to get their words in. So then the salesperson, a small business owner says, okay, consumer. Okay, prospect, potential client, are you ready to buy? Let's let's. I just need a check for twelve hundred dollars, or this will just be twenty five hundred dollars, or this will be eight thousand dollars for the heating and air system, for the heater and the and the air conditioner system, um, and or I just need a you know twenty thousand dollars to to begin the home, you know, starting you know, start to build a home. And the potential client, the um, prospect, they say, uh, let me think about it. Oh, I got more questions. Let me call you in two weeks. And then the salesperson goes, wait a minute. I just spent you know, 45 minutes, maybe 90 minutes talking to this person, product or service. I need to close right now. So many… 
salespeople, small business owners, they may have sat in some type of you know three or four hour class about how to always be closing ABC. So that uh, salesperson, small business owner says, wait a minute, I remember in this training that I had, and it wasn't with 321, because we don't talk about you know, how to always be closing and, and ABC and objection handling techniques. We don't do that. So that salesperson, small business owner says, you know, consumer, prospect, you know, this offer that I'm talking about, this, it is priced for today only. The next time we meet or if we meet again, like in one week or two weeks, going to go up 15% because this is like a special deal that I'm giving you. It's discounted like 10%, 15% off just for tonight only. And, you know, I would hate for you to lose 10 to 15%. And perhaps have to pay an extra $3,700 uh, for this product or service if I have to come back. And the salesperson says, well, I, I would like to go ahead and, and, and place your order tonight so you can save you know, $2,700 or $3,750. And the salesperson is writing all these numbers down. And look, look, let's be honest. The consumer knows this is a gimmick. And I recall I was doing a, um, a show actually on, on Blog Talk Radio. And this guy called in and said, Rick, that's not a gimmick. That's called a special pricing feature. And, and I, and I kind of let the guy just say what he wanted to say because I don't debate people on the uh, Blog Talk Radio. I just let them say what they have to say and uh, I say, hey, thank you for your comment. But Consumers become very leery when salespeople say that this product or service priced for a special price for today only. So now they're thinking that they're paying too much for the product. If you're going to give them a special price for today only and not give them that price in a week or two weeks, they're saying the doggone item is priced or overpriced already. So those are some of the um, challenges with giving people a great sales experience because once that person says no, now check this out. Once the person says no, I'm not ready, call me back in two weeks, which means they're not going to buy in two weeks. Or, or, or I will call you, which means they're not going to call you. What that consumer what that prospect is saying is they did not have, or he or she did not have a great sales experience. And that sales experience, if you, if you are using a sales system, that sales experience goes back from the first time that you contacted them. See, and this is probably the, the news that no one knows. A sales experience does not start during the prospect interview or the appointment as most people uh, call it. I call it a prospect interview and uh, listen to the closing show that I did yesterday to understand why I call it a prospect interview. You see, so the sales system starts 
when you first make contact uh, with that person. And I'm telling you know small business owners is be in charge or be responsible for the entire system. Uh, that's that system, that five front end sales system, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, closing, so that you can get the zero cost referral. Now I know a lot of um, small business owners. You know, maybe they don't have enough business, but when they do get the phone call, they have to insert themselves in of the sales system. In other words, if someone calls your dental practice or someone calls your plastic surgery uh, center or your HVAC uh, company. Now, some, some businesses will always get mostly incoming calls, and it may be almost impossible to insert yourself at the beginning of the sales system. So I want to be honest about that. Uh, but HVAC companies, plumbers, you can, and attorneys, you can insert yourself at the beginning of a sales system if you are in charge of the entire business development um, for your for your company. But in the event that you cannot uh, be at the very front at the contacting uh, phase of the sales system and that person calls in and you know you're kind of like at the appointment setting and the closing phase then it is it is imperative that you call 321bizdev so that we can show you how to re how to insert yourself in that third or fourth stage which is um, appointment setting and closing so that you can get the zero cost referrals there's a lot of work that you need to make up in our opinion, if someone calls you at that third, at the third and fourth phase, so it's like someone calls the dental clinic. Yes, my name is Josie, and I'm interested in coming in and and looking at my 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 my, my teeth, and you know I got some pain. I'm not sure what's going on. The three two one sales system has to get you ready. To jump right in and, and, and assert yourself or insert yourself so that you can make up ground because you missed out on the contacting and the prospecting uh, stages. That person called you. And let me tell you, when people call you, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a bittersweet thing. They're calling you because maybe they found you online or they, you know, they found you, they saw your sign. But they have a different motive when they call you. And when I say different motive, I mean they, they are mainly looking at the price because not only did they call you, they probably called other businesses too. And they are uh, price shopping you know, on, on some, in some, you know, some occasion. They're price shopping to find out who can give them the, the lowest price. So that's another reason why it's important for small business owners and salespeople to have command of the entire uh, five-step front-end sales system, so that uh, you won't you won't have to like insert yourself and and, and go into hyperdrive to catch up on building that relationship that needed to be done at the contacting. Uh, stages. So anyway, the sales experience as we close, the sales experience is important because 
once you give that new client a great sales experience, uh, 321BizDev has training to help you uh, get a lot of referrals and zero cost. Because think, you know, especially if you are spending a ton of money on advertising and marketing, and now you have a person who's, who's a satisfied client, and you say to yourself, well, I can either let this person walk out with the product or service and not get referrals because my this client did not have a great sales experience, or I can give this person a great sales experience and they can walk out and they can be sort of like your marketing uh, person, the, your virtual marketing person, your person who's marketing uh, for you and it's not going to cost you any money. So as we close today, I just want to let people know that they can uh, put the toe in the water to work with 321BizDev LLC by becoming a podcast interview client. 321BizDev LLC competes with radio stations that charge thousands of dollars for 30-second slots, and 321BizDev gives uh, our clients 25 minutes on podcast platforms. 321Biz Development is located on 18 podcast platforms, about five of the big ones and about uh, 11 or 12 of the smaller ones, the unknown ones or the, the ones that are not that popular. So please give us a call or check us out at 321BizDev.com and um, you make it a great day and I'm so excited to talk about the five front-end sales systems. Make it a great day.